Welcome to Falun Gong News, direct from China and around the world, from the Minghui website. Topics include news about the persecution of Falun Gong in China, local events, and special items of interest. Now for this week's stories. Turkey. Practitioners of Falun Gong, also known as Falun Dafa, held two events to introduce the practice in Istanbul. The events took place on October 14th and October 21st. Some people learned to do the exercises and said they were amazed by the energy they felt while doing so. The October 14th event occurred at the Ecological Life Center in southwestern Istanbul. Many people were interested in Falun Dafa when they were told that practicing it improves both body and mind. The suppression of the practice by the Chinese Communist Party, the CCP, shocked people. On October 21st, truth clarification activities took place on a beach near the Chinese consulate in Istanbul. Many passers-by chatted with practitioners and accepted brochures during the three-hour event. Retiree Bekir Bayraktar said, I hope people can respect and honor each other. What the CCP does is terrible. Goodness should not be taken away. California, USA. Falun Dafa practitioners were invited to participate in the 102nd Veterans Day Parade in San Francisco on November 5th. Many people said the Tianguo marching band's music was beautiful, and the message of truthfulness, compassion, and forbearance moved some spectators to tears. The band performed a collection of music that included the American National Anthem and the song Falun Dafa is Good. Spectators rewarded the musicians with warm applause and happy waves of greetings. Veterans saluted as the Tianguo marching band played the national anthem. The parade host introduced the Falun Dafa procession as it passed the stage. He mentioned the annual invitation the band receives to perform at the event and added, Thank you, Falun Dafa. Let's give them a round of applause. Finland. The Helsinki Book Fair was held at the Helsinki Expo and Convention Center from October 26 to October 29th. Around 88,000 visitors were attracted to the venue, where a wine and food fair was also underway. Over 900 forums and author interviews took place during the book fair. Falun Dafa practitioners set up an information booth at the event and displayed the books Falun Gong and Juan Falun, both written by Falun Dafa's founder, Mr. Li Hongzhi. Practitioners also demonstrated the five sets of the Falun Dafa exercises and told people about the practice and its ongoing persecution. One booth visitor, Finnish politician, Kowell Thomas said he was aware of the systematic organ harvesting from living practitioners against their will. He showed practitioners a video in which the CCP harvested children's organs and sold them. Thomas said, This is so evil. 
He said he believed that communism has infiltrated and damaged Finland's society. New Zealand, the 2023 Parnell Festival of the Roses took place on November 5th. Falandafa practitioners participated by introducing their practice to attendees. The community-focused event also featured food, crafts, children, activities, and entertainment. It was well attended. Many people stopped to watch the Falandafa exercise demonstrations. Some tried the movements themselves and reported feeling calm and relaxed. One local resident said Falandafa left a deep impression on me. Booth visitor Jimena Rivera relayed, I felt my body was filled with energy when I did the exercises. I feel very relaxed and warm now. I can feel my inner energy, and I think Falandafa is good for my physical and mental health. The practitioner's Chinese dragon dance and waist drum performances garnered much attention. The event host introduced Falandafa and its principles of truthfulness, compassion, forbearance. People cheered and applauded the performances. France. Practitioners were invited to introduce Falandafa at the Free Festival held in Vence, France on October 14th. The event is held to allow people to freely offer unused items or share their talents and the arts with others. Many locals stopped by the practitioner's booth and learned about Falandafa's principles of truthfulness, compassion, forbearance. Festival attendees also signed a petition to help end the CCP's decades-long persecution of the practice. Falandafa practitioners also offered an introduction to their practice in the city of Grand Borg on the Guadalupian islands of Marie Galanti during the celebration of the saints from August 4th to August 15th. Event-goers also learned about the communist regime's ongoing 24-year-long persecution of the spiritual practice. Many were shocked when they heard about the CCP's crime of non-consensual organ harvesting from Falandafa practitioners. South Korea, the 2023 South Korean Falandafa Cultivation Experience Sharing Conference, was held at the Daejeong KT Talent Development Institute on October 29th. Ten practitioners shared how they looked within to improve their character, let go of ego, and eliminate their attachments. Some of the speakers shed tears when they expressed their gratitude to Falandafa and Master Lee Hongzhi, the practice's founder, for giving them a new life and a righteous path to follow. Conference attendee Kang Sun Hun found it helpful to hear from practitioners cultivating in a variety of environments. She also said, after watching the movie Once We Were Divine, I'm better able to see the origins and relationships of the people around me. Practitioner Li Kang said that hearing about other practitioners' experiences brought to mind early days of cultivation and inspired returning to that level of diligence. Mexico. Falandafa offered peace of mind, energy, and joy to sports club members in the city of Moralia on October 7th. Practitioners explained that Falandafa improves both the body and mind. 
They taught the exercise movements to event participants and also introduced the grounding principles of the practice, truthfulness, compassion, and forbearance. Visitors at the presentation relayed the immediate benefits they experienced while trying the movements. Mrs. Guadalupe Paredes said that when she did the exercises, she felt calm and strengthened. She thought this might help her be more balanced when facing the pressures of everyday life. A yoga practitioner in the group, Ms. Contreras, said that she found Falandafa very interesting and that she liked the exercises. She said, I felt the energy, a lot of heat in my body, and it relaxed me. It was impressive. The following are selected cases of persecution of Falun Gong practitioners in China. More than 30 Falun Gong practitioners from Zhaohe City, Jiling Province were arrested over the course of two days in late October. The police revealed that they monitored the practitioners for more than five months before making the group arrests. The police called in help from neighboring towns to carry out the operation. None of the arresting officers wore uniforms. They also did not show their IDs, nor did they have any search warrants. When the police interrogated the practitioners, some were shown surveillance videos of them talking to people about Falun Gong or putting up Falun Gong informational materials in apartment buildings. One elderly practitioner was shown a video that was recorded across from her second-floor apartment unit. The clip showed who entered or exited her home. A few of the arrested practitioners were released the next day after they failed the required physical examination. The rest were detained for five days. In September, Ms. Pan Yulan from Shandong Province was sentenced to one year and three months in prison and an 8,000 yuan fine. The 89-year-old woman was arrested in 2021 after a man reported her for talking to him about the Chinese Communist Party's persecution of Falun Gong. The arresting officers then proceeded to raid Ms. Pan's home, confiscating her Falun Gong books and informational materials. Ms. Pan was released hours later. However, over the next three days, the police took her to the police station during the day and returned her to her home in the evening. In March 2023, she was notified that she would be indicted, and her case was forwarded to the court. The court convicted Ms. Pon in early October. She refused to pay the court fine or undergo a physical examination required for prison admission. It's unclear whether she has been taken into custody. On October 18th, Mr. Zhang Yutang from Heilongjiang Province was sentenced to four years and a 10,000 yuan fine for his faith in Falun Gong. The police arrested Mr. Zhang in April, accusing him of mailing out letters that contained Falun Gong information. This is not the first time that Mr. Zhang has been targeted for his faith. 
The 70-year-old man was previously given two years of forced labor in 1999 and was again sentenced in 2003, 2012, and 2014, totaling 11 years. He was brutally tortured each time. His local government stopped his pension in early 2022, and he has struggled to make ends meet. Ms. Yu Yingzhu from Hunan Province was admitted to the Hunan Province Women's Prison on October 26th after losing her appeal against a three-year sentence. Ms. Yu was arrested in March this year. The police claimed that they suspected her of participating in an activity organized by local Falun Gong practitioners over 10 years ago. Ms. Yu said she didn't know anything about the activity or the practitioners the police mentioned. To protest her arrest, she started a hunger strike and was taken to the hospital several times for forced feeding. After two months of her hunger strike, she became extremely weak and emaciated and was released under house arrest in June. Ms. Yu appeared in court on September 8th and was sentenced to three years in prison. Her family hasn't been allowed any form of communication with her since her sentencing. They are very concerned about her well-being. Ms. Yu previously served three forced labor terms, totaling nearly eight years for practicing Falun Gong. Japan. Falun Dafa practitioners raise awareness of the CCP's crimes. The Stop the CCP's Live Organ Harvesting poster exhibition took place at the Yabino Citizen Learning Center in Osaka from October 25th to October 27th. The 40 posters on display were the winning entries in the International Anti-Organ Harvesting Poster Competition, jointly organized by three non-governmental groups in Japan, South Korea, and Taiwan in 2020. Its purpose was to raise awareness of the Chinese Communist Party's persecution of Falun Gong and its state-sanctioned forced live organ harvesting from practitioners. The venue is in a popular area. Many people visited the exhibition and were shocked by the crimes against humanity perpetrated by the communist regime. Some said they would tell their friends and do research on live forced organ harvesting. Osaka City Council member Sugi Junko visited the exhibition and commented, in order to stop the organ harvesting in China, it is especially important for citizens to know the truth. She recommended raising public awareness through social media, leaflets, and posters. She added, of course, it must also be condemned as a national position. The country needs to strengthen the legal system and stop intermediaries and transplant receivers who conduct illegal organ transplant transactions. 
Mr. Wang, who just arrived from China, said that in the face of gangsters like the Chinese Communist Party, there is no reason to question or argue. Such behavior must be classified as terrorism and be thoroughly sanctioned. Former member of the Osaka Prefecture Assembly, Mr. Nishimura Hikaro, viewed the artworks and watched the informative video running in one corner of the exhibition. He said that most people in Osaka do not know the truth about organ transplantation. Organs are sold at high prices, and there are always eager buyers, although there are no specific figures. He said that some Japanese people are complicit in the crimes. Human rights lawyer Mr. Tokunaga Shinichi said the Japanese often turn a blind eye. Now is the time to speak up about China's issues. A two-hour-long parade to congratulate the 420 million people who have withdrawn from the Chinese communist organizations was presented in Fukuoka on November 4th. Falun Dafa called for an end to the Chinese Communist Party's 24-year-long persecution of the practice. Many spectators said the world should cast away the CCP and they hoped the persecution would end soon. People along the parade route praised the parade and took photos. American tourist Mr. Justin Breeding said the CCP's crime of organ harvesting was appalling. He encouraged practitioners to continue with their efforts to raise awareness about the atrocities taking place in China. A local resident offered encouragement to practitioners by saying, I hope you spread this information all over the world. It's the best way to stop the persecution. Introducing Falun Gong at the Cultural Fair in Kaohsiung, Taiwan. The 2023 Gangshan Maju International Cultural Festival was held at the Shoutian Palace in Kaohsiung City on November 4th. Promoting local tourism was the festival's theme. The organizer invited the Falun Dafa Tianguo Marching Band, Celestial Maidens, the Falun Gong Exercise Demonstration Team, and the Waste Drum Team to participate in the event. Food stalls were set up on both sides of the street's parade route. The event attracted tens of thousands of people. The Falun Dafa team was warmly welcomed by parade goers. The celestial maidens held lotus flowers and distributed informational flyers. Spectators took photos of the practitioners' teams in the parade. Falun Gong groups have been invited to participate in the event many times. Dai Ching Fu, chairman of the Shoutian Palace for 15 consecutive years, said that it is well known that the Falun Gong group is very much welcomed participant in the event each year. Dai cited the Falun Dafa's group's spirit, sincere attitude, adherence to the principles of truthfulness, compassion, and forbearance, as well as being considerate as commendable qualities. Dai referred to the practitioners as our special guests and a symbol of the cultural festival. He said that the group is really the glory of Shoutian Palace. Kaohsiung City Councilor Li Yahweh said, The momentum of the Tianguo marching band was amazing. I was touched. 
Among all the themes, Falandafa won the most applause, showing its popularity. Lee added, This society really needs to be as friendly, harmonious, and compassionate as Falandafa. Kaohsiung City Councilor Lin Chi Chung has a history of promoting local culture enthusiastically and has participated in the Maju Cultural Festival many times. He noted, The most eye-catching theme is Falun Gong. It is a highly professional band. The band performance drew crowds and enriched the entire cultural event. I believe that the Falandafa principles of truthfulness, compassion, and forbearance are the highest truth which will bring a prosperous hope to society and will also bring peace and stability to society. Chairman of the Democratic Progress Party Kaohsiung City Branch, Su Chi Shan, also attended the event. He said he was impressed that there were three teams from Falun Gong in the cultural festival and found the performances rich and serious. He noted, They are warmly welcomed by the masses. The applause was the greatest. This has changed the bad rumors I heard about Falun Gong before. Seeing is believing. I saw the beauty of Falun Gong today. He referred to the group as very positive and peaceful. He also noted that they enthusiastically participated in the promotion of local prosperity activities and that they resonate with the people. Parade organizer Li Fang-yi stated that she was most impressed by the Falun Gong group, noting that the spiritual practice stresses self-improvement and being considerate. She added, the more people who practice it, the better. Thank you for listening to the Minghui Radio Podcast. For more information, including news about the persecution of Falun Gong practitioners in China and experience sharing stories by practitioners around the world, please visit our website at en.minghui.org.